the wrestling podcast about nothing is brought to you by bda radio bda radio doesn't break news they break the news with their wild commentary regarding mma and wrestling head on over to bdaradio.com and check out all of the latest news on the ufc bellator wwe and much more they are proud to be the voice of fans because they are fans themselves bdaradio.com I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dimension? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to episode 7 of the BDA Radio exclusive edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDARadio.com and the podcast radio network. I am longtime professional wrestling referee Mike Crockett and I'm joined as always by independent wrestling veteran and ROH top prospect, the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Did I get that right? Yes, thank you. Finally, a proper introduction. I, I do my best. I do my best. Uh, that's not true. Now, when it comes to me, you, you rarely do your best. <laughs> that's true. Okay, I, I'll concede that. I'll concede that. Uh, so, this past Monday on the NAI Network, uh, a lot of hoopla over North versus South, the Uncivil War. Brian, how are you feeling after Monday's podcast? I feel great. I laid down a, a whooping of epic proportions. All of Mike Mills, you know, Southern cronies are trying to say he won uh, won the debate, but I listened back to it, and I don't think Mike made one valid point. All he did was uh, try to insult me, and then try to, uh, or not try to, but it was making weird noises uh, throughout the whole thing, um, but really brought no substance to his argument. So, much like his pro wrestling career, uh, Mike was a big jobber uh, on the on Civil War. Holy Toledo. Uh, not one good point, you say. Not one good point was made. Not one. Absolutely really? not one. Nope. Nothing. Well, how is it that uh, he's getting a lot of support on Twitter? With the, These uh, are all his cronies. His all, all his northern hate and wrestling cronies that are, that are stepping up to the plate. Uh, e- even, uh, uh, I, I mean... Scotty Slade took to the, uh, and I'm sure we'll cover this probably in in Merv Griffin time, but Scotty Slade, uh, even in a backhanded way, put over the fact that I crushed him. (laughs) It was backhanded, yes, indeed. It was completely backhanded. (laughs) (laughs) But he still still got the, uh, uh, the point across, and that's, I won, and it wasn't even close. Well, that's one vote for you, Brian. <laughs> you still got <laughs> some work to do. There were several votes for me. You still several got, votes for me. Still got work to do. We really want to invite everyone out there to listen to Monday's episode and weigh in with your thoughts. Kingpin needs all the help you can get. Find our Monday episodes on the New Age Insiders Network. The easiest way to find us is to search WPAN. Just put WPAN in the search bar of your favorite podcast platform. Both feeds will come up. Subscribe to the NAI Network feed and you can hear the Uncivil War and all of our Monday podcasts. People are still voting. Hashtag Uncivil War. We will reveal a winner on Monday. The Kingpin needs your help. Vote on Twitter. Hashtag Uncivil War. Right, Kingpin? 
Right. What I want to know is who's the one actually. You know. You know. Here. Here's the thing. And we, we talked to Mike. And Mike's just, Mike comes across as a smart guy, surprisingly for a southerner, uh, which oh, explains why God. all of a sudden there's so many people out in support with him that can actually compose a sentence together from the south. And that's because these are all uh, accounts run by Mike Mills. That's what I've determined. Really? Oh my God. You're. S- <laughs> I, the number one heel here. Uh, now, if if it comes in on Monday that he was the winner. Will this feud end? Will you concede? What's there to concede? There's not. There's not even. There, in my mind, there's not even really anything to be challenged. The North won, man. It's oh, this is like this is like revisionist history 101. This is like, and you know how much it's gonna it's gonna pain me to say this, but this would be like like the Falcons fans right now from the Super Bowl talking about how they led the Super Bowl for the you know for the entire game, you know, leaving out the fact that. Oh, by the way, the, the the Patriots won in the end. Like, or, or remember around here, the the famous uh, with the Dan Duquette quote that they used to play on Weei over and over again: "More days in first place, more days in first place." <laughs> you know, like who won, man? Who won? Who's the last man standing? It's not it's not Crocker Promotions. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> it's not it's not Mid South Wrestling. It's not Bill Watts's UWF. It's it's not WCW. It's not. I mean, who won? So you're saying this episode is pointless, the Sun Civil War? This feud will never end? <laughs> no, the episode is great. It's, it's, it's a good listen. Uh, but it's just another dominant performance by me, buddy. So it's going to be like uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. This feud with Mike Mills will never end. <laughs> We're going to hashtag fight forever, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really want you to uh, listen to the episode Monday and vote on Twitter, hashtag Uncivil War. Or you know what you can do? You can leave us a voicemail. Give us your take on North versus South, and we'll play it next Monday on the NAI Network. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Tell us, Malonis or Mills, who's your pick? Give us your reasons, and your voice will be on our show next Monday on the NAI Network. As for this podcast, well, you know what's up. Coming up, we've got Merv Griffin time. That's the part of the podcast where we get your thoughts and answer your questions. Plus, one more creepy cackle will be immortalized in our Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. But first up, Brian, we discuss a different topic every week voted on by you at the WPAN on Twitter. By you, I mean the people listening out there. Here are the results for our weekly BDA bonus episode poll. Brian, we had four topics, and at the last second, something snuck in and (laughs) won the poll. Brian's first day training was leading for most of the day on Tuesday, and right before the poll closed, the worst angle of the 80s came out on top. That was 31% of the vote. Brian's first day training, the story of your first day stepping into a ring, came in at 28%. The best Southern tag team was leading for a little while. That came in at 24% in third place. I was hoping that we could get you to expound on the many virtues of the Southern tag team scene, but it's not to be. And 17% was a recap of this past Monday night's Raw broadcast. So yes, the worst angle of the 80s is the winning topic this week. And Brian, we may have screwed ourselves on this one. <laughs> uh, we didn't screw ourselves. You don't consult me on these. Right. You 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 are documented uh, as saying that you do not consult me on these. And you decided to to try, try to have us 
picked something horrible from what, you know, is the glory days of our professional wrestling, you know, love affair. Yeah, it's really difficult to <laughs> list, look back on your youth, especially, you know, you're, you're young, you're impressionable, you're enjoying everything, WWF and the NWA, even the NWA, Brian, are uh, showing you, and it's tough to be like a discernible fan when, you know, you're a, a kid watching this stuff back in the 80s. So it's tough to look back and, and really uh, with a critical eye and say, terrible angles of the 80s and plus you know you google worst angles in wrestling and they're off in the attitude era there's very little <laughs> there's very little coverage of bad 1980s angles online so we really had to dig deep into our brains here to figure some of these 80s angles out but we did we dug deep down brian we really uh racked our brains hard in this one and we came up with some bad angles from the 1980s, why don't you go first, Brian? What do you got for your <laughs> yeah. worst angle of the 1980s? You're putting me on the hot spot, so I'm just going to say anything done by Crockett Promotions. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, just, uh, I, I'm only half kidding when it comes to burying Southern wrestling. So. Understood. <laughs> um you know the, the one thing that that we had it kind of talked about and um and I, and I remember i remember actually quite vividly as a kid being completely disappointed in this was the, do you remember the managerial search for bam bam bigelow yes um, when he first came in yeah yeah and, and there was this big buildup who's going to be his manager who's going to be his manager would it you know would it be bobby heenan would it be jimmy hart uh i, I slick. think slick was around at the time yes <laughs> yeah Who's it going to be? One of these uh, established managers, you know, all, all, uh, countless managers in WWE, WWF at the time. And uh, no, it's not going to be any of them. And uh, no disrespect to the man, um, but it was Sir Oliver Humperdinck. Yes, one of the great names <laughs> in professional wrestling history, Oliver Humperdinck. And yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, from the structure of the angle, it was like he was going to come in. Oh, this guy's a heel. Look at him. He's got the the flames tattooed on his head. He looks like uh, you know a nasty bastard. So of course he's going to be a heel. He's going to come in with the heel manager. And so the crux of the angle was, no, he's not going to go with any of these these heel managers. He's going to have a babyface manager, <laughs> Sir Oliver Humperdinck. I mean, I guess. In terms of the fact that he's a baby face, I guess, you know, it's nice. <laughs> I'm, sure the, I'm sure the fan in you, Brian, little little Brian Malonis is like, hey, yay, he's a good guy. But then, yeah, who is this guy with the sequin jacket and the cane? Yeah, I was probably like, you know, like six, seven years old. But I, I again, I remember being supremely disappointed in this because I had no idea who sir oliver humperdinck was like whatsoever no clue didn't care like just disappointed maybe one of my first disappointments really with professional wrestling <laughs> uh well he did his best work as big daddy dink for the uh for the free birds in wcw <laughs> I think that's what i'm gonna start calling you big daddy dink <laughs> I think that's a really good nickname for you it's very nice of you thank you very much <laughs> well you are a dink so <laughs> that's Okay. Um, you are. Even, even your wife told me she thinks you're a dink. That's not nice. <laughs> okay, Brian. Now, okay, 
that's not your worst, worst angle of the 80s, is it? What, do you put me on the spot here? Yes. That can't be it. I thought you were going to go next. Okay, I'll go. Oh, I'll you go. Want me, do you want me to go? Do you want me to say? I mean, it was just covered in great detail uh, on the Pritchard Show podcast. All right, yes. <laughs> All right. So I, I think it... I, I I mean, probably one of, the, one of the worst ones, mainly because the dude just couldn't wrestle. And again, even as a kid watching it, you knew this dude can't wrestle. The Zeus storyline. Awful. Absolutely awful. Yeah, it's... I mean, we... I was in the theater. I went to the theater to see No Holds Barred. Did you go to the theater? Uh, I don't think I saw it in the theaters, no. And you call yourself a Hulkamaniac. I was like eight years old. <laughs> I don't think I don't think my mom and dad were going to take me to see No Holds Barred. Well, I went to go see it with a friend of mine. We were probably one of only four or five people in the theater. <laughs> you were like 22 at the time. <laughs> no, Brian, come on. Come on. I, w- I was a, a young teenager, I'm sure. If I really did the math, if I was a mathematician, I could really figure it out. But I don't have the time to do that right now. And but- what did you do at the during the 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 what's that smell? Dookie, what'd you do during that part, Mike? You I'm sure loved I, it. I whooped it up. I'm sure because <laughs> <laughs> that is comedy, folks. That is comedy. You called the shit the Dookie. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, I have to agree. One of the worst angles was just the fact that you know you're watching a movie. You know this guy is an actor playing a role, Zeus. So. If we're supposed to believe that wrestling is on the up and up, which they, I mean, they hadn't fully come out and just completely destroyed kayfabe at this point. How is this character from the movie now a character with the same name as the character in the movie, Zeus, but now he's a wrestler and now this thing has gone from the movie to quote unquote real life. It just never really clicked and never really fit. And as you said, he was brutal in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and brutal on promos as well, right? Yes, the, the, the infamous <laughs> Beef Beefcake Baba. <laughs> yes. That's another impression. Thank you very much. <sighs> oh my God. Good old Zeus, huh? The match the movie, right? <laughs> I remember. I actually sat down. We ordered the match the movie at my uncle's house, and we watched the match in the movie. Why well, have in which order? In which order did it did they happen on pay per view? It was the movie first. They make Makes you sit sense. Through, yeah, they make you sit through the movie movie first. That movie is awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's horrible. I watched it now, probably maybe like a year a year or so ago. That movie is really, really, really bad. You can't deny, though, a fantastic theme song. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no holds barred. All right, so I'll I'll let you have that one as your worst angle of the 80s, and that is, that's a good one. That one's tough to top. Um, how about another one um, from that same period? I think it was the Rumble 1989 uh, with the super pose down between Ravishing Rick Rude and the Ultimate Warrior. This, I think, was also talked about on Bruce Pritchard, probably when they talked about Rick Rude. It was, yeah, I mean, I mean just from the start, it's a kind of an ill-fated angle. Let's do a pose down. And just the Warrior 
I mean, Rude, Rude knows how to pose. The warrior just kind of uh, <laughs> flexing and convulsing at the same time. It just uh, didn't go over too well. And then the the finish was Bobby Heenan spraying the like the baby oil in the warrior's face to kind of uh, you know blind him. But the warrior absolutely no sells it. And <laughs> no, just, no selling it's a bit of an understatement. Yeah, you just, <laughs> I, I remember watching this as a kid, just like what what happened there? He just like he gets sprayed in the face and then the warrior's just like Ah he's still standing there with his arms up and his <laughs> eyes open. It's like he didn't move a muscle until Rick Rude absolutely wrapped that uh that flex bar around his friggin' skull. <laughs> I mean the but yeah, the whole angle was really nothing to write home about at all. No fun, this angle, and just poor execution, uh, especially on the Ultimate Warrior's part. No disrespect to him or his family. I know he's no longer with us, but uh, yeah, the super pose down was super shitty. Poor planning, kind of like your uh, what you put up on the poll this week. <laughs> at least best Southern tag team didn't win. <laughs> I, would, I really had nothing to talk about then. Oh, Jesus, Brian. Okay, <laughs> I'll go with my absolute worst angle of the 80s, and it is not from the WWF. It is from, yes, the South. But way down South, Brian, Texas. In 1987, the Von Erich family had already lost, uh, well, in 84, they lost David Von Erich, and then I believe it was April of 87, uh, Mike Von Erich committed suicide. Uh, so there was already this kind of uneasiness around the Von Erich family um, with these two tragic deaths. And in 1987, in December, they had a uh, their annual Star Wars show, their Christmas Star Wars show. And Fritz Von Erich, basically they did an angle where he collapsed after a match and basically feigned a heart attack and this was based on the tragedies surrounding his family i mean even earlier that year where his son mike committed suicide this was a complete angle i mean they uh, there was no uh, validity to this supposed heart attack but uh, I mean, you can go online and look up Fritz's collapse, and you will see a video with Mark Lawrence, who was the announcer for World Class. Just that, you know, that um, that announcer voice that they do when they want you to believe it's real. Yes. Just that that low. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. The I was supposed to do something. I was supposed to be in San Antonio tonight, but I'm here today with you in the TV studio to talk about this thing that happened with Fritz von Erich. It's very uh, tragic. He collapsed. We're not sure what's going on, but yeah. And just the way they sold this thing was like, this guy is in a bad way and he may die. And there's, there was really no reason to do this besides to draw ratings and, just the fact that his family was facing these tragedies and I mean, obviously there are more to come, but in the midst of all this stuff for 
them to do this angle where Fritz von Erich and Fritz von Erich wasn't charged. So, I mean, obviously it was his idea, but to have him uh, collapse after this match and whoop up all this hoopla about, you know, is Fritz, he's an intensive care. Is he going to make it? Just the fact that they went and did this was, I know it was uh, voted by the wrestling observer as the most disgusting promotional tactic of the year. Um, And, I think with good reason because the Fritz von Erich heart attack angle was pointless and it was tasteless and for me the worst angle of the 1980s. Well, yeah, if you if you believe uh, lots of the well documented stories you've heard about Fritz and uh, the family there, um, you know, if it seems like the business was always kind of put before. Uh, Put before the family interest. If you again, if you believe the stories that have been told throughout the years, so yeah, pretty pretty despicable, I'd say actually. So, folks, we want to hear from you guys. What did we miss? We know there's something out there we must have missed with our rose-colored glasses looking back at the 1980s. Let us know on Twitter at the WPAN or Facebook.com/slash/theWPAN. What are your worst angles of the 1980s? We really want to know because, like as I said, we're kind of looking back fondly on our youth, and it's hard to come up with these angles that were terrible it's just hard to find that part of your brain so please let us know at the wpan on twitter facebook.com slash the wpan we'd love to hear from you we will share it next week right here on the bda bonus episode of the wrestling podcast about nothing and speaking of sharing this is merv griffin time named for brian's favorite episode of our favorite show seinfeld we're sitting down with the listeners and talking we talk to you and most importantly you talk to us of course doing voicemails over on the nai network 401-584-9726 that's 401-584-wpan talk to us about anything ask us a question and of course Use your voicemail to vote Malonis or Mills, the Uncivil War. We will have more on that on Monday. But that's the voicemails. The way to participate here on Merv Griffin Time is using our hashtag on Twitter, Brian. It is hashtag WPAN. Okay. Randall Keogh at Randall Keogh on Twitter. He says, I would love to hear and play Brian Malonis's favorite game. Thank you very much. If you do, please explain the mosh domestic violence angle. Terrible. <laughs> oh, I'm getting they're giving me ideas now, Mike. We finally do play. Yes, we've we've talked about this a couple of times. Brian Malonis, uh, in response to my game, the Dirt Cheat Shuffle, he has conceived his own game that he wants me to play, and uh, we're gonna get to it eventually, Brian. We're gonna get to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I, I'm well, this is a 50-50 partnership, so at some point I'm just going to take over this podcast and make you do it. You're going to shoot on me? <laughs> it's a shoot, brother. Yes. <laughs> do you want to work or do you want to shoot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you talked about the Katie Vick angle that you want me to try to, to try to justify. This whole game is you want you want to take terrible angles from history. Probably not from the 1980s. Probably more for the <laughs> Attitude Era. And you want me to completely take the other side and say, this is a great angle and here's why. Uh, right. No matter how you honestly feel about it, I want you from a uh, from the standpoint of you're, you're the person that actually is booking it at the time. And I want you to justify why this is a good idea. P- 
pitch it to Vince, basically. Yes, except for except for Vince is our audience this time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, and and you brought up Katie Vick, and Tony S at referee Tony S says Katie Vick, I want to hear this. It's your civic duty, Crockett. Look at that! One of your buddies throwing you right under the bus. Yeah, and uh, Tony, of course, is from the Check of the Boots podcast with Chip K. Fabe at Chip K. C. T. B. Of course, you can check out the Check of the Boots podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Just look up Check in the Boots. And uh, Tony did this show solo this week, Brian. I wish he did solo. We couldn't hear him. I see, I see what you did there. <laughs> Tony, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't I mean don't it. mean it. I love Tony S. Yes. All right. Steven at HHHGuy2004. I think that's one storyline any true Triple H fan tries to forget, yet all his haters won't let you. He's talking about the Katie Vick storyline, of course. Uh, yeah, that's, that's one that's very hard to forget, Brian. <laughs> and Marty Howell at MartinHowell71 on Twitter. He says... This impressionist bit cracks me up every time. Great show again with the worst gimmicks at the WPAN. Uh, yes, I'm working on my impressions, Brian. Oh, boy. I have, uh, what's, what's, a, what's the new one? Um, Stone Cold? Have I done Stone Cold before? I, I'm, I'm not sure. Not that I know of. Uh, let me see here. Uh, <clears throat> Take another swig of beer for the working man. Right? Sound, does it sound good? It's really terrible. That's really, really, really bad. And that's the bottom line! Right? Like that? No, no, still bad. Okay. Uh, what, 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 what would you call me, Mike? Especially if there was like another person uh, that was here dogging me, uh, dogging you with me. Well, you're a jackass. Well, I mean, but like, what would, I mean, like if we were hating on you, you know, what were you, what would you be? <laughs> Oh, oh there's, if there's two of you there? Yeah, there's two of two of uh, us here. What, what do we have here? We've got, we got, got a couple of haters. <laughs> we got a couple of haters there. It's so bad. <laughs> All right, let's move on. It's so, I picture like if they ever brought back like, like, you know, a WWE cartoon, like that would be the voice of Enzo. Like you could voice the Enzo cartoon. Hey, I'll, I'll take a payday. <laughs> Why not? If anybody's listening uh, in Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> yes. Ed Hunt at Eddie the Blade on Twitter. He says, good to see the Kingpin wearing Bruins colors to show his Boston roots. See? There you go. Ed Hunt gets it. He says, hashtag not. <laughs> not. Uh, bringing, bringing not back, huh? Yes. Those weren't Bruins colors, Brian. Those were... Yeah. Steelers colors, right? Your your outfit, your new your new gear for your Ring of Honor appearance upcoming. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, so, just a you know, word of advice to Ed Hunt: uh, you better not uh, mention that again. <laughs> there you go. Well done. All right, Brian. Let's get into the uh, feedback from Monday's episode. Uh, the Uncivil War. I picked some. There's there's plenty of them. I picked uh, a select few. Uh, yeah, and they're, and they're all and they're all sharing four brain cells. So. Oh my! Let's 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 ease into it, Brian. Mulky Mania at Big Bad Vader fifty six. He said his top five podcasts for last week: Booking the Territory, the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast, uh, the What Happened When Tony Schiavone Podcast, Austin Idol Live. That's a new podcast from 
the great Brian Last of the 605 Super Podcast. And at the bottom of the list, the WPAN. We made Big Bad Vader's top five, Brian. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a feeling uh, we're going to be dropping on that. <laughs> <Soon>. <laughs> well, he's got another top five right here, Brian. The top five WWF sellers. He says Hogan, Zeus, Warrior, Beefcake, and the Gobbledygooker. Need I say more? Entertainment ain't wrestling. WWE sucks. Hashtag. <laughs> okay, the JMS Express. At JMS Express. He says, great show, by the way, talking about the Uncivil War. Enjoyed the back and forth. Thank you very much, JMS Express, for uh, your contributions here. And Dan V. He is at Dan V. 1974. I'll, I'll do this one in my best uh, J from Jay and Silent Bob. Fuck those northern fucks. Northern wrestling has the heat of a block of ice. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, maybe some things in the South were over with those crowds a little more, but, you know, the, the IQ level tends to rise the, the further north you get, so. Uh, well, um, Brian? <laughs> I'm already buried down there. I might as well keep digging the hole, Mike. <laughs> Scotty Slade, at Scotty Slade, we talked about this earlier. He said, I've had debates with Brian Malonis, and he's flown off the rails with me. He was calm throughout this debate. Why? Because he won. I feel like there should have been a hashtag humble brag. <laughs> this as well. Scotty put me over and simultaneously saying he wins all his debates with me. <laughs> all right, Brian. Another tweet that uh, is a little uh, distasteful. He's Chris at CM Cepeda 27. He says, I almost threw up with that Hogan blowjob. That burnt hot dog and granny panties is what killed wrestling. <laughs> uh, by killed wrestling, do you mean take it take it to another level in mainstream? Is that what he means by that? I, I'm not I'm not sure those words mean what you think they mean. Chris also said, "If the South is so bad, why do the North come take all the stars away?" The WWE slash WWF made one star, and the rest was from the territories. Well, yes, we've established that people came from all over. Mike Mills, on the other hand, was burying the talent level. So is he really burying all these Southern wrestlers who quote-unquote made up uh, this WWF roster? And I don't know. It's like the chicken and the egg thing. Did WWF poach these guys, or did they want to go to the New York Territory because that's where you became a star? Here's this, cra here's this crazy thing. These guys wanted to make money. Weird, right? They're in business. They're trying to support their families. And they wanted to make money. So they went where you made the most money. Huh. It's not rocket science. All right. Here's another person backing you up, Brian. Glenn Abbott at GA WrestleNut. He says, appropriate quote from Bobby Blaze at the end of the show from Mike Mills. You killed him, Brian. Hashtag uncivil war. <laughs> Pin me, pay me, says, uh, says Mike Mills. Doing the J-O-B on the W-P-A-N. <laughs> all right chris nickel finally he is at haas 423 he says no piper valentine morocco orton and hogan no wrestlemania well, apparently he's saying all those guys came from elsewhere so there's no wrestlemania without these guys uh wwf doesn't go forward without these guys so <laughs> cool, that's clearly 
mean, I don't understand the arguments that these people are putting forth. They're like, they're actually supporting my argument. You're making. <laughs> exactly. I actually said that to somebody today on Twitter. You're making my point. Thank you. Thank you for all these folks who think they're they're fighting against me who are actually making my point. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see how this all shakes out Monday on the NAI Network edition of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Again, make sure you go check out the Uncivil War North versus South on the NAI Network. Just type in WPAN in the search of any podcast app. You'll find the NAI Network. Subscribe, download Monday's episode, take a listen, and then use that hashtag Uncivil War and leave your vote on Twitter. Is it the Kingpin? Is it the Menace Mike Mills? Let us know, and we'll talk about this more next Monday on the NAI Network. Thanks to everyone who's a part of Merv Griffin Time this week, and we look forward to talking to you on Twitter, and we'll bring you the best of it next week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDARadio.com. All right, Brian, on this BDA bonus podcast, we have made the effort to establish a very unique very exclusive Hall of Fame. Now, in life, as in wrestling, the number one way to tell people that you're up to no good is through laughter. Our friend Tarzan said it best. All it takes is that one over-exaggerated guffaw to let everyone know you're pure evil. Now, Brian, this week, being one of the most controversial in the history of the WPAN, I figured, why not double down on the controversy here? So, with that said, I am humbly submitting this week's inductee to the wrestling podcast about nothing's Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. Steiner versus Steiner, the one that never happened at Fall Brawl is going to happen at Halloween Havoc. A lot of stress for both you and members of your family. Do you think you pushed too hard, Rick, for this particular match? No, I don't, Gene. You know, my brother, he's brought this on himself, and this has been coming for a long, long time, Gene. When we get the fall. What? What the devil? What is that? Wait a minute. Take a look. Get that dummy out of here. We're trying to conduct an interview. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Shut him up, please. Give it a rest. Come <laughs> oh, me out here. <laughs> what? Hey, Wait a cue ball. Who you calling a dummy? You're standing there with the genetic throwback who barks at the moon. I'm doing love scenes with Jennifer Tilly. And you're calling me a dummy? Say it again. Yeah. yeah we call yeah. you. A th- you're a dummy. Hey, what's the matter? For a guy who never shuts up, you sure don't have much to say, mean Gene. Well, uh, just just a second here, uh, Chucky. Shut the hell up. I didn't come here to talk to you anyway. I came here to talk to that idiot standing next to you. Hey, hey, bring your raggedy rear end down here. You got something to say to me. Wouldn't you, Ricky? You've been playing with dolls all your life. At least that's what your mother tells me. But I'm not your type. 
You need a kinder, gentler, dumber doll. Me? I'd show you what it's like to get your head twisted off, your arms and legs bent and broken, and when I'm done with you, I'd let the dogs chew on you like some old shoe. How would you like that, Ricky? You got something to say? Say it! If you ain't got nothing to say, get the heck out of here! I'm here to tell everyone that if they want to see a real pro at work, they should go and see my new movie, Bride of Chucky. Please. Opening October 16th. And I want to give you some advice, Ricky. Don't mess with Scott. You see, what I really want to do is direct. And Scott's the lead in my next project. So if you mess with Scott, you're messing with me and my Academy Award. And Chucky's gonna get more than lucky, Ricky. Chucky's gonna get even. <laughs> well, that's insanity. That's lunacy. <laughs> yes, Brian. Yes, the first inductee into the celebrity wing of the Heel <laughs> Laugh Hall of Fame, Chucky from Child's Play. How do you feel about this? Um. Well, I. Um. I. What the hell did that even lead to? <laughs> I. I mean, I. I know. I have no recollection of this. This is awful. <laughs> like. Apparently, it led to uh, Scott Steiner being the lead in the next movie directed by Chucky. Didn't you hear? <laughs> I must have missed that one. I missed one that when one. I hit the theaters. Yeah. yeah, I missed that one as well. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we got the, all the controversy with Uncivil War. Why not? Let's put an inanimate object in the Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. <laughs> I like it. Let us know if you like it out there. Oh, I like it for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> so yes, Chucky from Child's Play is the first member of the celebrity wing of the Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. To check this out, to check out this Hall of Fame inductee in all his or its glory, find the link to the video in the description of this episode or go to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page on bdaradio.com. All right, Brian, before we get out of here, you are packing your bags, about to hit those highways and those byways this weekend, doing that pro wrestling gimmick. One more time, where are you headed? Yes, well, this Friday night, I'm heading to Woburn, Massachusetts for chaotic wrestling. Uh, apparently, I'll be speaking my mind, as uh, uh, announced on uh Chaotic Wrestling's, uh, I don't know if it was on their website, but it was on their Twitter and Facebook, that's for sure. Uh, but I'll be in Woburn, I'll have a microphone in my hand, uh, and to the dink who put all the Z's on the comments on uh, the Chaotic page, well, come say that to my face, you chump. No, I'm just kidding, I don't give a crap. Wow. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I'll be yeah, I'll be in Chaotic, I'll be at, in Woburn for Chaotic Wrestling. Uh, this Friday night. And then uh, Sunday afternoon, I will be in Providence, Rhode Island at the Aurora uh, for Beyond Wrestling. My match I can finally now talk about is a yes. hoss fight of epic proportions. Uh, <laughs> a couple of guys that, that paved the way for uh, athletic big men, you know, coming down the pike like myself, uh, the Hit Squad, a couple of guys who have been around, been, been everywhere, been you know, done everything. Uh, and they'll be hooking up, and me, and, and for the first time ever, me and Ace Romero will be teaming. That is a lot of beef in the ring. 
so my apologies in advance to uh, the other wrestlers on the show after us uh, and the fans in attendance because the rest of the show after we get done may have to fight on the floor. Yeah, they got to reinforce the rink for that one. <laughs> I, that's that's a shoot, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, I'm 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 about I'm about you know 385 right now. I'm guessing Ace Romero is about 400, and I bet you each of them are probably you know right around 300 pounds. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of weight in the ring. All right, you gotta you guys gotta come see it Sunday in Providence, Rhode Island for Beyond Wrestling, right? Yes, get out there support support Chaotic Wrestling Friday night and support Beyond Wrestling on Sunday. Uh, let's sell out Aurora in Providence. Uh, Beyond Wrestling, uh, you know, produces some of the not only the best shows in New England, but some of the best shows in anywhere in the country. And uh, you know, that building deserves to be packed with, with the with the effort that they're putting forth on Sunday. So uh, come on out, buy a ticket, you know, and support uh, you know a great local wrestling company. All right, and if you want to book your own Haas fight. With the kingpin involved, email Brian Malonis at Comcast.net, or you can DM him on Twitter at Brian Malonis. Uh, and for more on the wrestling podcast about nothing, and to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Armbar with Chad Alden and Paul St. Ammon Jr., head over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk, BDARadio.com. Now, we will be back next Monday with the results of the Uncivil War on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, exclusively on the New Age Insiders Network. Go to newageinsiders.com for more information or just search it in your podcast app. Then you can catch us back here for the next edition of the WPAN on bdaradio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. That's one week from today, next Thursday. Till then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I am Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko, and thanks for nothing. Thank you.